Hey friends, so today we're going to be talking about what is probably fast becoming like my new best friend in this hormone roller coaster journey that I am going through in my 40s right now. We're going to be talking about protein, how it is important for our bodies, how it can help our hormones, and ultimately how it can help us if we are on a weight loss journey. But before we get started, if you're new around here, because I know, because I've seen there's quite a few new people listening to this podcast, thank you so much for joining us. I really appreciate you taking time out of your busy day to pop your earbuds in and listen to me. As I'm sat here in my spare room talking into this microphone, one of the biggest ways that I know that you are enjoying the show is if you leave me a five-star written review on iTunes. It really helps me to get a feel of what is resonating with you because ultimately that is what I'm here to do is to serve and help you on this crazy hormone roller coaster journey that us women have. So buckle up buttercup, I have my cup of tea ready to go and let's get started. Hey friend, welcome to the Fit Productive Mom podcast. I'm your host SJ. I'm an outspoken women's health advocate, productivity guru, daughter of the king, and a 40-something mom to a sassy, independent daughter. If you feel stressed out, overwhelmed, and hate what you see in the mirror, then that stops right here. I'm here to arm you with the knowledge you need to better understand your mind and body so that you can live a life free of diets, fitness fads, and comparison. If you're ready to commit to making yourself a priority, to reconnect with your body and be a present productive parent, then this is the podcast for you. Grab that superfood smoothie and let's dig in. Now, before we get started, I just want to take a moment to wish you a very happy Mother's Day because this episode is coming out on the 20th, which is the day after we celebrate Mother's Day here in the UK. And I know that for some of you, you do celebrate it on other days, but why not have more than one Mother's Day? So my friend, wherever you are in the world, a very, very happy Mother's Day to you. I know that you are doing an amazing job. You are absolutely smashing it. And those little people love you to bits. Anyway, before we get too emotional, we are here to talk about protein, why it's important for our body, and why it can be a really great help to our hormones. And ultimately, if you are on a weight loss journey, how it can actually support you if that is your health and fitness goal. Last episode, we were talking about hunger, we were talking about the hormones that can regulate hunger, hormones that trigger hunger. If you haven't listened to that episode, go back and check it out. It's the episode just before this one. And it's really helpful to have that understanding of the two main hormones that are linked to us feeling hungry and to us feeling full. And this is why I'm talking about protein today, because I myself have really found that over like the past year, since I've noticed that my body is changing, I'm 42 as I'm recording this, and I'm pretty sure that my body is going through and I'm experiencing a number of different symptoms to do with perimenopause. And one of those, which was not much fun for me, was I seemed to have flicked a switch overnight and I gained about 10 pounds. And I was like, what is going on here? And all of the things that I was doing before, all of the healthy eating that I do, all of the working out that I do as a 
health and fitness and nutrition coach, those things just weren't working. It was like somebody had flicked the switch off and my metabolism was just like, "Mm, no, I'm not having this. And it was this combined with some of the other like indicators that I've mentioned in previous episodes that made me start to go on this journey of understanding perimenopause, menopause, how we can use nutrition and exercise to support our bodies as it transitions through this phase, as our hormones change. And that's why I'm talking about protein today, because I really feel that if you have a good understanding of what protein is, how it works in your body, you can really use protein to actually support yourself and to support your hormones. And if you are on a weight loss journey, it can be a really, really great macronutrient that can help you on that process as well. So first of all, let's kind of like dig into some of the science about protein. Protein is made up of chains of amino acids. We need protein. This is definitely something that our bodies need. We need it as the basis of like the structure of our body. So think your muscles, your hair, and on a sort of a a more micro level, Protein is part of enzymes. Enzymes do all sorts of things in your body, like break down food and that sort of thing. And also, I didn't know this, but a protein is also a part of antibodies. So if you are fighting like infection and if you've got children at home, like I do, that are constantly coming home with some kind of colds, your body needs to be creating antibodies. So it's definitely gonna need some protein to help it to do that, to fight off all those snotty germs. And side note to that, at the moment, it literally feels like we are having one cold after the other from school right now. But yes, anyway, I'm going off track with that one. It's also important for your body to have protein because it is a type of energy and your body can use protein as a form of energy. It can break it down into glucose, but it prefers to have energy coming from carbohydrates So I think it's better to think about protein as almost being like the power and the strength in your body. Okay, so that's what protein is. Let's talk about why it is important. Because every single cell in your body has some kind of protein in it. And it helps your body to repair cells. And it also helps your body to make new cells as well. I think as a society, we're starting to understand a bit more about like the things that our bodies need, the companies which make the products that we buy in like the grocery stores, a lot of them are starting to kind of tap into this idea of people knowing that protein is important. Because if you walk down the shelves in the stores, you'll often see like high protein or added protein on different products. So I think we're starting to understand why it is important. But I think the best way to think about protein is it's what is gonna like make you strong, it's gonna build your muscles, but it's also gonna keep you healthy because it's repairing new cells, it's helping you to fight infections, and it's also helping your body to create new cells, which is, of course, really important. So let's now talk about how protein is important for us when it comes to our health and fitness, and in particular, if you are on a weight loss journey. And this is something that has been really important to me, and it's one of those tweaks that I've made in my diet around the time where I started to notice that the things that I I was doing before were not working for my body and it was obvious that my body's metabolism has changed. 
one of the things that I have done, and I'll go into this in a bit more detail with you as we go through the episode, is I've changed the amount of protein in my diet. And the reason that I've done this is for a number of reasons, because protein is so helpful for you if you are on a weight loss journey. So first of all, if you've got high enough levels of protein in your body, it helps to reduce that hunger hormone and it boosts the hormones that help you feel more full. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, I dug into those hormones in more detail. So definitely go back and listen to that, check it out. So you have a bit of an understanding of what's going on in your body when it comes to that feeling of hunger. So your levels, if you've got enough protein in your body, it's going to help your body to feel more full. It's going to, it's less likely that you are going to feel hungry. So therefore, if you're not feeling hungry and you're feeling more full, you're not going to eat as much. So you're going to eat less calories. So you're going to lose weight. Now, there is also evidence that shows that protein can help boost your metabolism, which makes sense when you think about it, because we know that muscle burns calories even when you're resting. So if you're using protein alongside a good exercise regime, then that's going to help you to build muscle, which means when you're sleeping, sitting, watching the telly, whatever, you're more likely to be burning a higher number of calories. It's going to boost your metabolism. So I am all for that one. There was also a really interesting study that was done and they noted that when you prioritise protein in perimenopause, it can lessen and even prevent weight gain and it helps you to reduce muscle loss. Now, they were talking about this in terms of the concept called the protein leverage effect. And this was a study that was done by the University of Sydney. So shout out to all of you over in Australia. Um, And they found out that the body's appetite for protein increases during perimenopause. And that was down to the hormone changes and the hormone-induced tissue breakdown. So your body is, your hormones are changing as you go into perimenopause. You're going to be losing muscle mass because that's part of the process of your hormones like estrogen dropping and also a natural muscle wastage that happens as we age. And your body's thinking, "Mm, okay, something's not right here. I'm losing out on this. And it's actually sending you signals that it needs more of this nutrient. But the trouble is that we're not always very good at understanding these signals. And this signal, we could be interpreting it as being hungry. And what we often tend to do, and this is what the University of Sydney found, is that people will interpret that signal and actually consume more calories but not the right calories. And they'll actually consume more carbohydrates and fats. And I think this idea of this, they called it the protein leverage effect, because ultimately our body is telling us that it needs more of something and that that need is protein. And when I actually stopped to think about this, I was thinking, do you know what, this is true? Because It's so easy, isn't it, to be caught up in our busy lives. And it's so easy to grab food on the go when we're hungry. 
and we forget to really listen to our bodies. And I was thinking about like some of the the feelings that I've had when I've been going shopping, when I've been going around stores and that sort of thing. And I've had this real sort of like craving, if you like, and I'm definitely not pregnant, for you know that like rotisserie chicken, like that pre-cooked chicken that you get in the supermarkets? I actually found myself when I was going somewhere to like pick up lunch, I would naturally gravitate to grabbing something like that and eating that because that was what my body was wanting. It was what my body was needing. So think about it from that perspective and have a take a moment perhaps to think about are you interpreting the signals that your body is giving you in the right way? Like try to really just take a moment. If you're feeling hungry, just take a moment to think, okay, like I'm I'm feeling hungry. My body's trying to tell me something. What is it that my body wants? Does it want carbs? Does it want fats? Does it want protein? And this is something that has really, really helped me is just to pause and really think about what it is that I... I guess crave is the word, but what is the food that I need to eat in that moment that is gonna serve me, that I feel is the right food? And I know people talk a lot about um, like mindful eating, intuitive eating. So I guess really you're sort of starting to touch on that sort of thing of just tapping into what it is that your body is actually saying. Or maybe you've seen yourself like a pattern in yourself of certain foods that you're craving or certain foods that you are eating because often our cravings are linked to something that our body is missing so have a think about that and maybe over the next few days even jot down like and keep a not like a really detailed calorie counting because that's not what we're here for but maybe over the next few days just jot down like what you're eating for breakfast lunch and dinner and any snacks and just have a look and see what it looks like across the day like in terms of the fuel that you're giving your body like what are you actually giving your body that is going to help it to do all of the things that you are asking it to do every single day and I really think that that can be quite surprising please do not use this as a tool to beat yourself up over to count calories with this. That's not what I'm saying to you. What I'm saying to you is have a look across a week maybe of what it is that you're eating and is that food actually genuinely fueling your body as it's going through hormone changes? Are we giving our bodies what they actually need? And I think, and this was definitely something that I did myself, I really found that I was not doing that. And I found that one of the key areas that was missing for me was protein. And so let's talk about protein in terms of how we can get it into our diet, how much do we need, all of that sort of thing. And I'm going to give you a bonus tip at the end as well and share some things that I think you should avoid and things that you can add into your diet to help you on this journey. Okay, so let's talk about how much protein we actually need. Now, There is a lot of discussion and debate out there and some of it like varies um, depending on like, and I I say this word like loosely following, depending on the kind of diet that you're following 
Um, there's a lot of people out there who do keto, carnival diets, you know, that kind of thing. If you are vegetarian and vegan, that's gonna look quite different for you. But on average, and the information that I have read, particularly that is linked to hormone balancing and perimenopause and weight loss, talks about at a minimum having 30 grams of protein per meal. Now, if you look back over the week's food that you've eaten, you're probably gonna find that you're not hitting that number because many of us have a carbohydrate heavy diet where maybe you're having like cereals for breakfast, maybe you're having like a sandwich or something at lunchtime and it's not actually until the evening where we'll actually consume like a higher amount of protein. So that's why I'm saying to you, have a look over like your past week's food, see if there's any sort of trends and then that's gonna help you to get an idea of where you can start to add more protein in. So as I said before, a really good place to start is to aim for 30 grams of protein per meal. Now that doesn't mean eating 30 grams of chicken. It's what we're looking for is 30 grams of protein. So let me give you an idea of where you can find that. So if you were to have two eggs for breakfast, maybe you're like having egg on a piece of toast or something like that that's gonna give you 18 grams of protein. So that's not quite hitting that 30 grams. So you might wanna think if you're having a couple of eggs for breakfast, what else can you add into your breakfast to top up that protein? Now, let me carry on with some food types and then I'm gonna give you some suggestions of what you could be having at different meals so that you're hitting this sort of 30 grams worth of protein. And I this is something I've been doing myself probably for about three or four months now. I found it really, really impactful. I've noticed that it has helped me to feel fuller. It is giving me more energy. I'm not getting the ups and downs of the sugar rushes. And it is helping me, well, it has helped me to lose that weight that I had put on when somebody like flicked my switch and turned my metabolism. So I think really what I'm trying to say to you is that I'm talking about this because it's something that I've done, it has helped me. I really feel that changing this and tweaking this within my diet has changed the metabolism and is supporting my body right now. So let's go back to the foods. Now, 100 grams of lean beef mints or ground beef, I know it gets called different things in different places. 100 grams of that is gonna give you about 30 grams of protein. Now, 100 grams of chicken breast is gonna give you about 27 grams of protein. 100 grams of fish is probably gonna be somewhere between 22 to 25 grams of protein. Um, 100 grams of tofu gives you eight grams of protein and 100 grams of corn gives you 11 grams of protein. I Googled the tofu and the corn because I hadn't, I don't know exactly myself because they're not foods that I eat um, on a regular basis. Um, but that gives you an idea of the amount of protein that you're getting per serving. And one of the things that I really suggest that you do is just have a look at the labels on the food that you are buying. And as always, I'm gonna encourage you to buy food in its most natural state. Like that's one of the things that I really, really believe in because it hasn't been tampered with, it hasn't been fiddled with. 
it hasn't had stuff added to it. I mean, you know, that's a whole different podcast episode or five is all of the whole different additives and things that go into our food. So what you want to do is to go for the food that is the highest quality that you can afford in the most natural state that you can get it in. So let's talk about some of the simple ways that you can help your hormones by adding more protein into your diet and also how it can help you, some ideas for breakfast and things like that that will help you if you are on a weight loss journey as well. So let's start off with breakfast. Like I am a real fan. This is kind of what my breakfast looks like actually. Prior to this, I would be having a protein smoothie and that would sort of be what I would have for my breakfast. Now, what I need to do is now add to that. So for example, if you are having a protein smoothie, read the back of your, your packet, see how much protein you are getting per serving. You could potentially like increase the serving size of your smoothie so that you are getting enough protein. That could be an option for you. If you are looking for a good, clean, affordable protein powder, go to the show notes, I've put together almost like a shopping list of products that I use that I find really, really helpful, that support my hormones, that are clean, that are gonna help you if you are also on a weight loss journey as well. And one of those products is a really, really great protein. So you could increase the protein portion in your protein smoothie, so you could use more of that product. Or you could do what I'm currently doing where I have kept the protein smoothie the same, but I've added in two eggs as part of my breakfast as well. So I'll cook the eggs, like hard boil them or poach them or something like that as part of my breakfast. I know um, you could also add in things like turkey rashers or turkey sausage, like some kind of like breakfast sausage maybe that is quite lean, doesn't have added sugar, um, has a good level of protein in it. You might want to maybe have a look at some kind of like yogurt with fruit. Now, the yogurt aisle (laughs) is kind of like my nemesis, I'll be honest with you. Every time I walk down the yogurt aisle in a grocery store, I find myself getting a bit angry. (laughs) And if you've heard previous episodes with me talking about the yogurt aisle, you know what I'm talking about. But ultimately, when you are walking down the yogurt aisle, I really suggest that you have your wits about you and you take some time to read the labels. Please read the labels on these products, my friend because they have so many hidden sugars in them. Uh, Many of these products will say like 0% fat, um, low fat, and the way that they make those products taste nice is by adding an absolute ton of sugar into it. And you want to avoid that because what we're looking for is to use yogurt, whether it is um, like a a dairy-based one or a plant-based one, what you're looking for is the number of protein and I found one here in the UK that is really, really good, um, which has a, so I was just checking the label, so it has um, 10 grams of protein per 100 grams, and the other, like, kind of like its its counterpart sat next to it, has about four or five grams of protein per 100 grams, and about the same amount of sugar. So what you want to be doing is making sure that that protein level is as high as possible and the sugar level is as low as possible to get a really good high protein quality yogurt. 
And you could add that to, you could add some like berries, you could add some fruit to that. I really am quite enjoying on those days where I really, really want to have some sugar, um, like to like counterbalance the sugar cravings, is I'll have like some yogurt with a little bit of maple syrup, some dark chocolate chip like pieces, like the really, really small chip ones and some fruit. And it just really, really hits the spot with um, like that, just to help that sweet tooth, that sugar craving that we all get. So that's a really, really good option. Okay, lunch and dinner. You could be looking at, you know, trying lots and lots of different recipes around like using fish to make like a, a salad. I really love making a tuna salad. So I get like some new potatoes, some tuna, some green beans, you know, like your favorite salad dressing, um, some salad leaves, whatever you've got lying around and just kind of like mixing that all up together. And that makes a really, really nice lunch. Um, honey mustard dressing, just again, watch, you could mix your own, you could make your own honey and mix some mustard together and make your own dressing. And honey, like I really, I'm talking about sugars. I mean, really, if you are like having like those moments where you really want something sweet, like honey and maple syrup and not something to beat yourself up about. Fruit as well, you know, it's nature's sweetener. So stick with that rather than putting sweeteners and sugar and stuff in things. Okay, so ideas, tuna salad for lunchtime, uh, maybe something with turkey, um, perhaps you might want to make something with some chicken breast or some beef mince. Um, one of the things that I've been trying um, whilst I've been going through this process is I buy about 500 grams of beef mince and I cut it up into like 100 gram sections. And what I do, because I work from home, so I have that luxury, is each day I fry it off with a little bit of butter, um, add some seasoning to it, um, grab, you know, whatever I've got around the house in terms of like salads or vegetables and maybe put it into like a wrap or something. And it just makes like a really nice, add a bit of cheese or a bit of sour cream or something like that. Makes a really, really nice filling lunch. So yeah, they're just some of the things that I am doing. If you own an air fryer, like that thing can be your absolute best friend, like putting a piece of fish in it to cook while you're doing something else or a chicken breast or something like that. It just makes your life like so easy, those things. I love them because I can easily get distracted and end up like doing something else. And if I put something in the other oven, I can overcook it. But at least with the air fryer, it's on a timer, so it turns itself off and it's not gonna overcook it. So yeah, those things are like absolute genius. Okay, so before I get too distracted by my air fryer recipes, and if you have an air fryer, please like share your top recipe with me. I would love to know. My email is in the show notes and um, yeah, I can always like share it with the Facebook group as well. Um, I hope you found this episode helpful. We were talking about protein, why it is important to your body, why it can help you if you are on a weight loss journey, and how you can add more protein into your diet. And we covered some of the actual amounts of protein in different foods, which can be really helpful because I bet if you go back and you have a look at what you're eating on a daily basis, I bet you are not hitting that 30 grams of protein per meal. So give it a try. Let me know how you get on. I hope it is impactful. If you are looking for some products, some supplements and things to support your hormones, 
to clean up your diet a little bit. I have put together like my top products into a little bit of a shopping basket for you that you can find in the show notes. One of those products is the protein powder that I use for my protein smoothie. All of the products are clean, they do not have any endocrine disruptors in them and in my opinion are particularly good for value and also when you use the affiliate links it does help to support this free podcast. So go and check those out, have an amazing day, have an amazing week. Again I wish you a very happy Mother's Day from here in the UK and I really look forward to maybe hearing from you via email You can jump into our Facebook community, which is also linked in the show notes. Having a wonderful week. I really look forward to catching up with you in the next episode. I hope you loved today's episode and that you learned something and I pray it blessed you in some way. If so, take a moment to share this with a friend and I would love it if you could take just 30 seconds for me to leave a review on Apple Podcasts because it's the only way I know you like the show and I love hearing from you too. 